Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us. Thanks for being here. Uh, hopefully you're able to hear us because you have power or um, at least battery power. I guess there is battery power. Of course, uh, not so much on the internet, perhaps. <laughs> but, uh, man, is it cold. I'll tell you that right now. It is dang cold in Texas and, uh, well, everywhere. Pretty much all over the country. Maybe California and Florida are spared. And mm. last I saw of the of the chill map, um, <laughs> it hadn't quite gotten to Florida yet or, or no. Southern California. <laughs> it was everywhere else, though. Everywhere else. And by the way, uh, Keith is uh, back and, mm. well, he's at, he's at home um, yeah. because he can't drive right now. <laughs> I mean, that's the short answer. Yes. Uh, but with all the craziness and stuff, uh, leaving the kids here with Carrie as my chauffeur is probably not the best idea with the rolling blackouts. And no, that's probably true. We had a pipe freeze last night, so it's been... It's been fun. Yeah. So yeah. it has been fun, hasn't it? It's the rolling blackouts I enjoyed a lot. <laughs> um, every, I don't know, 45 minutes, the power goes off and it stays off for, I don't know, 45 minutes to an hour. And then it pops back on and it might be on for an hour and then it goes back off. And then it's on for, it's off for 45 minutes or an hour and then it's back on. That's if you're lucky, though, because there's you're so lucky. many people who yeah. have had no electricity for going on over 24 hours now. I mean, Corby, who runs the board, 20 hours without electricity for him. 20 hours, Corby? Really? Uh, is it back on now? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Good. Uh, that's good. Yeah, so uh, it's, it's almost like 15 days to flatten the curve. Yeah. <laughs> 45 Jeez. minutes? Eh, how about 24 hours? Uh, at one point, it was 3.8 million in Texas. 3.8 million without power. Uh, what in the hell is good? This is Texas. <laughs> we're, we're supposed to have infrastructure here. We've built power plants here. We've got the largest nuclear power plant in the nation here. Uh, it's offline. Yeah, it's offline. We don't have any power coming from South Texas power plant. That's offline. That's offline. What are you talking about? What about all the wind generating the, the wind generating turbines that we are we have all that power coming from West Texas. Yeah, they're all frozen. Uh, they can't, every one of the wind turbines froze. They're not producing any power. What what are we doing? Uh, do you know that's why we use oil and gas? Do you know you. that? For the love of heaven, by all that is good, right and holy, can we please? For the love of heaven, go back to oil and gas. Natural gas. It works. It burns clean. It works. Uh, Houses don't blow up like they try to scare (laughs) you in the east, in the northeast. Uh, Your house will blow up if you have natural gas. It happens all the time. Uh, Houses just explode. No, I've never seen it happen. Never seen it happen. That would definitely be on the news a little more often. <laughs> yes, if it that would. Were the case, yeah. I think you probably hear about the yeah, house blow-up epidemic of the Northeast. You know, it's a much better idea in the Northeast is a 900-gallon oil tank in your basement. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot better idea. Uh, that's completely safe, and man, does that burn clean? 
Um, can I can I just say <laughs> regarding our frozen wind turbines, which are now mm-hmm. being unfrozen through fossil fuel magic? Mm-hmm. Um, I read yesterday that uh, well, no, actually, I, I I did some research, Pat, and it's getting it's pushing twenty percent of Texas energy comes from wind turbines, which is just ridiculous, especially. In times like Unreal. this. Unreal. Yeah. And, and so then I decided Jeez. to do a little Google news search of Greg Abbott and wind turbines. Mm-hmm. And I found a story dated literally a week ago, February 9th, where he got an award from the wind energy because it's a leadership award. Because he's leading the way. He's leading the way with wind turbines. Well, I got news yeah. for you. Give the award back because this, yep. this is stupid. It's asinine. You know, we make fun of California all the time for the rolling blackouts. So <laughs> <laughs> what happens as soon as anything gets extreme? Yeah. Rolling blackouts in uh-huh. Texas. That's what the Babylon Bee said. California transplants to Texas are feeling at home. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's madness. Then, okay, that's not bad enough. Then... Yeah, the the water the water plants are down now. The water plants are down? What are yeah. you talking about? Yeah, nobody's at the water plant, so you gotta boil your water. <laughs> I've gotta boil my water? Yeah. Am I in eighteen ninety six? What are you talking about? I gotta boil my water. Mm-hmm. And without power, how do I boil my water? <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. I can't take it. I mean we- fortunately we have natural gas. Uh, in, in that heats our, you know, that that uh, our oven is is natural gas, uh, but without power you can't start it, so you have to do it the old-fashioned way with a match. Oh boy! And then I guess you know if you have a barbecue grill outside, you could heat your water on that if you need to. <laughs> uh, what are you gonna take some hot coals? And- damn cold out there, but um, <laughs> at least you could boil your water. I, it's unbelievable. We're we're like stuck in the early 1900s here. It's seriously this cascaded all over a course of like six or eight hours yesterday. And why? Because <laughs> it's cold, and it snowed in Texas. I mean, come on! This does happen in Dallas, Texas. I mean, it's it's rare that it gets this bad. But it ha- the last time was 1989. It's not 1889. It was 1989, the last time it was this cold Yeah, in fun Dallas, fact, Texas. Fun fact from yesterday is that our high temperature was colder than the record low temperature for this day. My that, gosh, wow. That was impressive. That is so, impressive. I mean, this yeah. is a serious cold snap. There's no doubt. It's a polar vortex. It Look, up in the sky. <laughs> it's an Arctic cold front. No. It's a polar vortex. Can't be just a. Uh, it can't be just an Arctic cold front anymore. <laughs> it can't be. Uh, you know, it used to be cold Canadian air is spilling down into the United States. I lived in Montana, so we got Canadian cold fronts all the time. Uh, now it's a polar vortex. <laughs> Why? <laughs> and by the way, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't sign on for a little global warming right now? I know I would. Well. Uh, I'd like a lot of global warming, as a matter of fact. Pat, what would it be out there if not for global warming? You remember Obama said, you know, what would the Great Recession be 
you know, if we didn't interact, it would have been the end of the world. So right now sure. we'd probably be at minus 50 yeah. if, if not for global warming. Either that or it would be, I don't know, they, because they blame the polar vortex on global warming uh, as well. So all of this cold air is because of warming as well. And I, I don't know exactly how that works. Uh, <laughs> none of it makes any sense. Uh, but I'm pissed off about it. Right. Okay? No, I'm really pissed I, off about it. I'm looking for a quote from a scientist. Uh, it's so funny <laughs> you mentioned that just from the other day where this guy says, you know, don't get excited because there was no pollution when everybody was <laughs> shut down in 2020, you know, just because uh, uh, we didn't have all that. He talked about how uh, pollution particles were actually <laughs> what, yeah, yeah, it was the exact opposite of what we've been told our whole life. Oh, like, you gotta be kidding me. Makes the temperature go up. He's like, no, 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 those pollution particles. I gotta find this quote and send it to so you. So, pollution it, it, is good? Pollution it's particles, good? good, yes. Oh, yes. Okay, wow. It, it, it's just like you always huh. say it doesn't matter what doesn't is matter. happening. No, they win the argument no say, matter what. Exactly, exactly. They win no matter what. If it's, if it's hot, it's global warming. If it's cold, it's global warming. Do you see anybody right now saying, hey, uh, did you notice that it's below zero in three quarters of the United States of America and you're you're trying to sell us your global warming slop? Well, <laughs> weather, you can't confuse weather with climate. You do all summer long. Every yep. time it gets hot, it's global warming. Ah, but the cold, that's also global warming. So you can't, we can't win the argument no matter what. Uh, in Germany right now, they're turning back to coal and gas for energy. Why? Um, because uh, all the solar panels are covered in snow, <laughs> and they're giving off no energy. That's why. <laughs> they're getting <laughs> zero energy uh, from, their, from their solar panels. This is uh, pretty amazing. Um, there was a, there's a, a German who is mentioning just how ridiculous the uh, renewable energy movement has been for Germany. Uh, he says, Professor Schwartz says, with this supply of wind and photovoltaic energy, it's between 0 and 2 or 3%. Okay, so they get about z between 0 and 2 or 3% from uh, wind and photovoltaic, which is solar energy. He said, that's de facto zero. You can see it in many diagrams that we have. Days, weeks, in the year. Days and weeks in the year where we have neither wind nor photovoltaic. Especially this time, for example, there is no wind and no PV. And there are often times when the wind is very minuscule. These are things, I must say, that have been physically established and known for centuries and we've simply <laughs> totally neglected this during the green energy discussion yeah uh thank you <laughs> professor schwartz for admitting that we've known this forever that's what fanatical religions or cults do they just ignore the facts and plow ahead right well that's what they've done yes that's exactly what's happened it's exactly what's happened and then now, even in Texas, where you got 20% of your energy now coming from wind, then when you really need it, when the chips are down, nah, sorry, it's all frozen and it, we're not getting any power from it. And so now we've got blackouts, rolling or otherwise. I mean, it's just asinine 
I just, I can't take it. I, I can't take it. Uh, but I have to because <laughs> yeah. we're going to have another five or six days of it. So that's great. Right. Do you remember about 20 years ago, it was shortly after 9-11 that uh, terrorists attacked Spain and Spain reacted by going with a docile green government and they changed their economy. Yeah. And they regretted it. It yep. screwed up their economy when they went green with everything. They learned their lesson. Now Germany learning their lesson. America, are we going to learn our lesson? Because you just said, let's go back to, to oil and gas. Well, what is the Biden administration day one doing right out of the gate? We're yeah. screwed. Oh, it's not going to be good. It is not going to be good. Uh, and, you know, in northern climates where they're, they're not dependent on 20% of their energy coming from wind turbines, they're fine as far as power is concerned. Do you hear about Montana being enrolling blackouts? No. Uh, is Utah enrolling blackouts right now? No. Is Colorado enrolling blackouts right now? No. Do you think they're warmer than Texas? Do you think they're using less energy than we are? <laughs> I mean, it's it's madness. Yep. It's madness. All right. Let me take a minute and tell you about uh, Ref Greens. Been talking about it for quite a while now. It's a powder that you sprinkle over your dog's food. Just really easy. But with that simple act, you're providing your dog with essential vitamins and minerals, probiotics, omega oils, basically all the things he or she needs to be healthier and happier and to have a more active lifestyle. Most dogs love this stuff right out of the gate. My dog certainly did. She wouldn't eat her food without <laughs> rough greens sprinkled on top. And I hear stories all the time about dogs, even picky ones, who literally wolf their food down as soon as, as, soon as the rough greens is sprinkled on top. And who can blame them? After all, the dry kibble food that we feed our dogs has all the nutrients cooked out of it. So it can have a long shelf life when it gets to the store. It's basically dead food, though. Sometimes it can take your dog a little bit to get used to rough greens. So the first thing we want to see is if your dog will eat it. You can get a free bag of rough greens for your dog to try out. All you pay is shipping. Now, my dog didn't take any time uh, to get into rough greens. She immediately took to it. So see if yours will. Just go to roughgreens.com. That's roughgreens.com. Or call 833-ROUGH-DOG. That's R-U-F-F-DOG. Right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. I guess there's other things happening besides the weather. Uh, although the weather is a pretty big deal right now. Uh, when you can't get around in a place, you, you I mean everything's closed today. Uh, looks like I think I think pretty much all schools are closed, and uh, a lot of businesses have shut down because of the water situation and because of the rolling blackouts. And if the business is shut down, maybe you can provide homes with, uh, with more energy. Uh, there were some people who were staying all day long at Walmart yesterday because that's the only place they could go that had warmth. Oh, Otherwise, wow. you know, without power. And it was, you know, what was the high yesterday? 14, 12, something like Boy, that? That's 
I think that's <clears throat> right. Uh, I looked that up. It was it was really cold, and it didn't feel like fourteen. It felt like about fourteen below. Um, so it was it was nasty cold, and if you didn't have power, uh, you were in a bad way. So a lot of people just went to went to a like a big box store and sat sat in a Walmart all day long. Amazing. My goodness. And, yeah. and as bad as it was yesterday with with the power outages and the water issues and obviously travel was treacherous. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually it's gonna be there worse was, tomorrow. I was going to say there was a little earthquake out in West mm-hmm. Texas. I had to look that up and sure enough there was a 3.3. But anyway, wow. uh, because it just feels like the end of the world for Texas right now. But you're exactly mm-hmm. right what you just said. The weather tonight is going to probably be worse than what we just went through because this is going to have ice with it. Yep. Yeah, sleet and ice and snow. So you get a nice nice layer of sleet, <laughs> and then that turns to just solid ice. Right. And then it's going to snow one to three inches on top of that. So that's, uh-huh. that's exciting. So the average That'll snowfall in the <clears throat> Dallas metro is around four inches right now. And like you just – you said one to three. I saw two to six. I was just thinking you? You, mm-hmm. take, you take Sunday night, mm-hmm. double it, Mm-hmm. And then throw in a tenth of an inch of ice as well. Oh, this is going to be awesome. I'd say we have about four inches of snow in our backyard. Probably about four inches. And the, uh, you know, I've said this before, that our waterfall on our pool comes on automatically when it gets really cold so it doesn't freeze the pipes. Yeah, so it's been too. running for four straight days. Four Uh-oh. straight days. And uh, so a huge, huge block of ice has formed uh, uh, at the bottom of the of the slide that we have into the into the pool, and it's starting to form on the sides of the waterfall, so that uh, when it gets really uh windy and cold again, uh, probably by I don't know maybe later this morning or mm. certainly by tonight, I'm thinking the whole thing's going to be frozen. And so it, it just can't won't, keep up, huh? It can't keep up. No, it just can't. So, uh, Even with the sounds... moving water, we've and about half, well, maybe, maybe not quite half, about a third of the pool is frozen on top. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, amazing. You're going to go ice skating? <laughs> uh, you could on parts of it. You it, could. It sounds like the slide <clears throat> into the ice block is probably not your best no, option. No, and the, um, uh, the temperature of the pool water is 33 right now so mm-hmm. once you, once you get to the bottom of the slide and get into the water it's going to be quite a quite a surprise uh <laughs> like a heart attack surprise is uh mr twitter gonna tweet out some pictures later that would be uh yeah I, could, I should probably do that i will do that yeah cool. i will do that i mean i can't come over there <clears throat> and do it for you obviously um there are no roads and even if mm-hmm. there were roads um, they'd be covered with ice <laughs> right. and snow, so it's kind of a moot point. Right, and you can't drive. So, And I can't even drive yet. I was supposed to have a doctor's appointment today. Oh, uh, has it been canceled? Up. Yes. Yeah. So I think I'm going to uh, diagnose myself. I'm ready to go. Are you? Yeah. Are you feeling better? Because you were not doing well earlier. Uh, I wasn't doing well. Week. Then I was doing great. Mm. And I wasn't doing so well again. Um, it, it, there's so... Mm. There's so much going on with my leg right now. Um, I'm hoping for the best, but uh, there's a lot happening. Really? Yep. 
Like, are do you have complications from it, or? Um, I would say that the actual labrum situation is probably um, coming along okay. I miss my PT that was canceled yesterday because that's been very helpful, very helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not really concerned about the reason we went in. Yeah. I really think that's coming along great. It's the, um, how do I say this without being too graphic? It's the uh, entry points that they made that are really becoming an issue for me as far as um like are they infected uh, yeah oh infections wow and and oh that's not good it's pretty aggravating and uh, i bet yeah i'm not taking pain meds for the labrum so much anymore <laughs> i'm taking them for that if that makes sense yeah that's not that's not good so do you have antibiotics sure. um yes i do i do uh, yeah that's, that's good and all right. Lots of good stuff. But yeah, so but mm-hmm. I, I do believe that the the reason they went in is uh is coming along nicely. Yes, sir. That's good to hear. All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh if you want to share how things are going, uh wherever it is that you live. Um oh, just a reminder from Tim Blair back in the year two thousand, he said uh, snow is starting to disappear from our lives. This is a uh, (laughs) political commentator and blogger. Snow is starting to disappear from our lives. Sledges, snowmen, snowballs, and the excitement of waking up to find that the stuff is settled outside are all a rapidly diminishing part of Britain's culture. As warmer winters, which scientists are attributing to global climate change, produce not only fewer white Christmases, but fewer white Januaries and Februaries, global warming, the heating of the atmosphere by increased amounts of industrial gas, is now accepted as a reality by the international community. According to Dr. David Viner, a senior research scientist at the Climate Research Unit of the University of East Anglia, Within a few years, winter snowfall will become a very rare and exciting event. Children just aren't going to know what snow is, he said. <laughs> That's a little reminder there for you that I, I don't know what it is you're seeing outside your window right now, but apparently it's not snow. Because uh, wow, That's, I mean, we're 21 years down the road. Uh, it can't still be falling uh, when it was disappearing far from our lives back then. Can they- it? They can't get the forecast right two hours from now, Pat. They said the snow was done Sunday night, and it developed right over us for another five hours. Yeah. Yeah. They seriously, they have no idea, but yet... But yet we're supposed to believe these forecasts. now, sure. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It seriously is unbelievable. Uh, Speaking of Brits, uh, they may have to show vaccine passports soon. To go to restaurants. Uh, love this story. If you want to go to a pub or a restaurant, um, they're suggesting that you might have to have a vaccine passport for admission. Proposals to introduce documents to let immunized Brits lead a normal life are under consideration. Um, they've been looking at plans for vaccine passports to families to go on foreign holidays again, too. But this is the first time a cabinet minister has broken cover to say that businesses in the UK could use them to let in uh, bar p- uh, patrons. Um, it's something that hasn't been ruled out and is something under consideration. 
but of course you have to make it workable. The thing when I have uh, when I have looked at this, whether it's on the international, domestic, or local level, you have to be confident the document being presented is something you can rely on. So that <laughs> I guess the only thing that's holding them back is whether or not they have a document that you can trust that okay they did get a vaccine, so let them in. That. <laughs> that it is an accurate reflection of the status of the individual. I'm not sure there's a foolproof answer in the way it is sometimes presented, but we'll look at all the options. And you know that they'll do the same thing here. With the administration we have now, if you think they won't use uh, restaurant passports or a passport to show that you've had a vaccine, a vaccination, to get into a bar... Uh, you're crazy because they will do it. They'll absolutely do it. They're talking about the, the passports for domestic travel. So why wouldn't they do the same thing with restaurants or or clubs or bars or movie theaters or wherever yeah. you're going to go that you're with From a bunch state of people? To state. Yep. So you better find a state that you're comfortable <clears throat> staying in for a while because your world's about to get very small. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, I tell my kids all the time. Yeah. Uh, your options are going to become more and more limited. And these people that say we haven't lost freedom. Uh, oh, okay. I think. Haven't we? Yeah, I think uh, we that's could go pretty on. clear now. Do we want to start a Twitter free speech or do we want to wrap it around the masks and now vaccines? This quote from the story, I don't, I don't think I heard you read this quote, but um, at the press <clears throat> conference, uh, Boris Johnson about these uh, passports, he said, when we're in that different world, which I hope will be as soon as possible, then all kinds of apps and all kinds of possibilities will be open to us. Oh, when we've you got the think... when we've got the vaccine passports, that's when right. we'll have all kinds of things open to us. Oh, okay, right. thank you. Just wait for that. <laughs> oh, here's something <laughs> that scared great. me, Pat. Here's something that scared me. I don't know if it was during the Super Bowl or when I saw this ad, but there was a uh, "Don't prick your finger." For the uh, diabetes test? Yes. Yeah, I've seen that it's, ad it's, a bunch of so times. So on the phone? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, mm-hmm. there's your gateway to everything. Everything inside your body no, is going to show sure. up on your phone. And they're going to... It's, it's The people who suffer from diabetes are, for lack of a better phrase, going to be the guinea this vaccination program. And, well, we need to see what your heart is up to. And don't forget... The four-year hiatus of reporting on your taxes that you have health care, well, that's over now with Biden in there. It's going to get more and more intrusive. So um, roll up mm. your sleeves for the vaccine fun. Yeah, you know, that uh, that diabetes thing. Uh, what is it called? It's, um, mm, I don't know. I've seen the commercial a million times, too, and now I can't okay, remember. Yeah. Free something or other? Free, I don't know. Anyway, you don't have to poke your finger. It's, right. it's it's some sort of device that they put on your arm, and uh-huh. it's kind of bulky. I mean, it looks pretty big. Time. But anyway, you put your phone up to it, and it tells you your your blood sugar level. So, yeah, how tar- how hard would it be for it to also measure whether or not you've had the vaccination? Absolutely, everything about you is going to be huh. accessible on that. It's coming. I mean, this is how they're going to do this. So, like I said, um, well, it's for your own safety. Find a place. It's yeah, for your own place safety, you're, Keith. You're really comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Normally, I would say if if you like heat, move to Texas. But apparently, if you like uh, below zero temps, move to Texas. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm at minus four this morning. By the way, I don't know what you got down. Four to. below? Is it really? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, I live way you're out way, there. Way, way, yeah, yeah, you're almost so. to Oklahoma, but uh, uh, New Mexico. In New Mexico, clear. yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I'm I'm <clears throat> terrified about these passports. And by the way, did you hear the stories from? Uh, just a few days ago, we've got uh, the California woman died. She uh, she was 78. She got the vaccination. Um, and they said that uh, if you're going to have a, a reaction, it's going to happen in the first 15 minutes. She died 25 minutes later. So they're like, ah, nah, had nothing to do with that. <laughs> right? Because it was she 10 got, minutes after their deadline? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, she, she cleared oh, the window. man. That's... Yeah. And then... So she and died then, of something completely different. Right, that was just a coincidence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's I don't know. She just got cancer oh. really quick, and uh, oh. it was a fast-moving cancer. And, and here's uh, a uh huh. Here's mm-hmm. a. Uh, I'm sorry, that was the guy that did that. The guy, the guy made it past the 15-minute window. Because see, I got two stories of allergic reactions, people dying within <laughs> just minutes of receiving the vaccine that happened within just days of each other here in the U.S. Ah. Yeah, but 14 million people have gotten full vaccination, Keith, and only t- only two have died. <laughs> yeah, just just the two. Just the two the you just mentioned. Have here. Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. He's Pat Gray. He's unleashed, and he's on the blades. Got some tweets here. Uh, proud Mr. Graybeard tweets. It's twenty degrees warmer in Denver than in Fort Worth. Stay safe, guys. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you. Trying. Wow, isn't that that's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh Nada Foxer tweets uh nine below here in Broken Arrow, uh Oklahoma. And our power just went out. Uh stay safe there in Oklahoma. Gosh, yes. American Pride. Uh I wonder if the Green New Deal people will rethink getting rid of fossil fuels so people in the north don't freeze to death. 17 below with a wind chill of 23 to 35 below this morning. Jeez. Uh, no, they won't. They won't rethink it. <clears throat> I guarantee Get you that. Get out while you can. Yeah. Carl Smith uh, tweets, Now that Donald Trump has been acquitted for the second time, will Democrats move to have him removed from President's Day? <laughs> Possibly. Uh, Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Tweets, it's 32 degrees here in Pittsburgh. They hyped up a winter storm warning all day yesterday. Six to eight inches of snow, nothing. And they're going to tell us what it'll be like 30 years from now? Yeah, or 50, or 100. Yeah, uh, not likely. DMX DM tweets, uh, Texas is finally getting punished for Beto. Oh, is it? That, that could be. <laughs> could be. <laughs> yeah. And bovine scatology, uh, rolling blackouts in Texas. Guess the only thing open is the border uh, oh nice <clears throat> it definitely is <laughs> it's also uh 17 above on the mean streets of helena helena montana wow. 17 above are you it's real? three uh here in irving and you got four below there yeah where you are Jeez. yeah i'm just checking the uh yeah i'm just looking at the map there um i mean we're in the negative 30s not wind chill, negative 30s all over Minnesota. Yeah. Um, please stay in, stay safe. Yeah, hopefully you don't have to go anywhere today. Of course, in the in the north, they don't 
They don't close things. Like I, I remember in Montana going to school when it was below zero. Uh, they always kept schools open because, you know, that's what we do. We're used to it. You, okay, so, it just happens every year. So you can't close schools all the time every, every yeah, winter. Right. So I'm genuinely fascinated mm-hmm. about this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not, I'm not being smart. Take us through like a typical Pat Gray morning growing up in Helena. I know one mm-hmm. time, maybe it was off air, I can't remember, which, which fascinated me when you talked about how you would plug in the electric warmer uh, to keep your cars warm in the garage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So tell us about <clears throat> about there's a typical Montana morning going to school as a kid. Uh, well, you, you know, I got up really early because I also went to seminary. And uh, you had a radio show to do. And I, yeah, I had a, well, <laughs> Sorry. starting when I was junior, I did, although not, wow. not in the morning, but sure. uh, overnight uh, on the weekends. But anyway, uh, I, I'd get up, and when I when I was in grade school, I only I only lived three blocks away from the from the elementary school, so oh, I just walked. And I remember walking <laughs> uphill both directions in wow. seventeen feet of snow, and uh, I liked directions. it. Yeah, uh, there was broken glass, and I was just being bare feet. <laughs> and by the time I got to school, my feet were torn to shreds. No, but I remember walking in <laughs> in two and a half, three feet of snowdrifts for sure oh, uh, oh. to school. But and it'd be, I mean, massively cold to where you it freezes the nose hair uh, when you breathe. Oh yeah, and you can feel that uh, going all the way up inside of you, and it gets to your lungs and burns. I mean, it's. It, when it's 30 below, it's yeah. nasty cold, and you can't stay out there very long. But it didn't take very long to get to school. Uh, then um, I usually got a ride from my parents to the junior high, uh, and then I, you know, starting as a sophomore or so, drove myself to high school because that was, I don't know, two or three miles. I was going to say, it wasn't three mm-hmm. blocks at that point. No, no, not in... Not in high school. It I was gonna say, like you dig the car out of the snow, the driveway gets clear. You're like, uh-huh. all right, and you just go three blocks. Okay, now I get it. It's but yeah, you, but you had to plug your car in. Um, yeah. And people, people with garages. We didn't have a garage when I was growing up. It, we had a. Oh. It was like a carport, so it was it was covered, but it was still too cold. I mean, when it got below zero, the car, the block would freeze, and so you had to plug the engine into an outlet. So that it would heat it up overnight when it got below zero. Otherwise, the block freezes and you just don't have your car until, you know, the temperature gets above 32. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) until May. So, hold on. When you plug it in. So, in other words, and these are honest questions. Like, Mm -hmm. when you go to buy a new car in, like, the Helena dealer, Mm -hmm. do you have to pay extra to get the heating element? Is this a separate kit or whatever that you buy later and put in there? How is it heated? No, usually because coils when the yeah uh, when I think when you buy them in Helena they already come that way because uh, mm-hmm. everybody knows that you're going to need that and so when they send I think when they send them to Helena that's they they install that stuff. I gotcha. 
I don't I don't know if they still do that or if there's a different method now to do they that. Should come with the car, man. They shouldn't charge you extra for the no, engine warmer. I, I will say you talk about being out in the cold. I can't remember what the temperature was. It was well below zero. But I remember one night I was walking down the mean streets of Scotts Bluff, Nebraska, and I remember mm. I spit a little gross because mm-hmm. that's how I roll. And about 20 seconds later, it was no more than 30 seconds, but about 20 seconds later, I looked down and I had not cleared my jacket and it had frozen <laughs> right there in place. <laughs> Pretty freaking gross. Uh-huh. Yep. So and, there you go. You know, some people were stupid enough to try the tongue, the tongue test uh, where you stick your <laughs> tongue to the pole. Yeah. It really is a thing. Uh, you yes, don't want to do that. Is. You don't want to do that because your tongue will stick and freeze to the Christmas to the story. pole. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. Uh, the Ralphie thing. It's a. It's an actual <laughs> thing. Uh, so, <laughs> hopefully, you won't try that. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. We were talking about the vaccine a few minutes ago. Um, this is kind of interesting. In um, Iran, they have discovered something pretty fascinating. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the vaccine is making people gay. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So who made that so, version of the vaccine? Uh, that sounds iffy. They're not really saying who made that version of the vaccine, but um, I <laughs> My think... My goodness. I mean, that should probably be something that they mention before you take it. That you, <laughs> There's a good chance you could become gay. Now, if you don't mind, <laughs> go ahead and get the vaccine. But um, there's 700 side effects. But they say I'm so fast. I didn't hear the part. Maybe come gay. So could you repeat those slowly? <laughs> Is that what we're doing here? It's the Ayatollah. Uh, what's this guy's name? Have- oh, Abbas Tabrizian. You know him. Oh, of course. I mean, I mean who he's doesn't? Got a huge. Who doesn't? He actually. I don't know. He's got a podcast. Which I'm sure is so good. Uh, the Ayatollah Tabrizian has a podcast. Nice. Uh, let's see. On, on right. Telegram, you know that messaging app? Oh, sure. 210,000 followers. Uh, listen to the um, amazing Tabrizian <laughs> rant hour or whatever it is. Mm. Uh, but he is warning Iranians to stay away from people who've been, who've been vaccinated. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Because I guess they can pass their gayness on to you. Uh, I didn't. That's interesting. Hmm. And that's punishable by death in Iran. But yeah, if yeah, you're gay, Joe, yes. Right. But yes. Joe Biden going to reestablish um, connections with them. Uh, so we got rid of that hateful Donald Trump. Fortunately, finally. Put Iran in its place and got us out of that horrible deal. <laughs> right. And and now we've got the the supposedly pro-gay Biden administration, a continuation of the Obama administration is going to give them everything they want, um, even though they absolutely are horrific with human rights in that country, as we well know. So this would be a good issue for the uh, gay community and glad to stand up to uh, the Biden administration. Yeah, wouldn't it? (laughs) Amazing. Uh, He did say, here's here's his quote, um, don't go near those who have had the COVID vaccine. They have become homosexuals. <laughs> oh, no. What? <laughs> That's great. Okay. Uh, I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that. If no, do, right. 
uh, become gay from except the in Iran because it's a right. it's it's a punishable think, offense, uh, punishable by death. The issue here, yeah, it's not that you could become gay; it's that you could become gay within the borders of Iran. Prominent LGBTQQIA2 plus campaigner Peter Tatchell said the claims were quote demonizing unquote both the vaccine and of the gay community. So I think he's probably right about that. Ayatollah Tabrizian, though, combined scientific ignorance with a crude appeal to homophobia. <laughs> uh, Iranian dissident Shana Vujudi said, like other clerics in the regime, also Tabrizian relates all the shortages to sexuality. The clerics in Iran... <laughs> are suffering from a lack of knowledge and humanity. No. Really? Huh. So the the lack of everything is from being uh, some sort homosexuals of there not because of of any kind of uh, sanctions. Right. Yeah, right. Uh actually his goal of spreading nonsense is to try to scare people out of getting vaccinated while the leader of the regime and other officials got Pfizer and they don't provide it for the people who uh, with the excuse that they don't trust the West. That makes a lot of sense. So because they're so inept and they're not providing the vaccine for their for their people, they're just trying to scare the crap out of the people uh, by telling them that they'll become homosexuals if they take the vaccine. Uh, unbelievable. It's, have you seen... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. It's thought that thousands of gays have been executed. In the country since the Islamic Revolution in 1979. In 2019, Iranian Foreign Minister Mohammad Javid Zarif told German broadcaster Deutsche Welle, Our society has moral principles and we live according to these principles. These are moral principles concerning the behavior of people in general. And that means that the law is respected and the law is obeyed. And that they throw homosexuals off of uh, the tops of buildings and so uh can you believe these hideous. radical freaks that took mm. over the united states embassy almost 42 years ago mm -hmm. are still in charge of a country no it's it's crazy it's absolutely it's, crazy it sure is hey on that vaccine speaking of crazy i don't know have you been have you seen do we have the picture of that bumper sticker that you know the window sticker um that's making the rounds the uh I got my Fauci ouchie, and it shows a syringe. So the Kong it. Did you get your Fauci ouchie? Did you get your vaccine? That so is. In other words, it's, that is ridiculous. That's <laughs> that is. That's where we're at. It's fun. get out of here. I yeah, mean, I that's know. embarrassing. Yeah, Come on. If we have the photo, it's as terrible as it looks or as it sounds. I guess uh, we don't have it, but no. that is embarrassing. Jeez. Yeah, and it's got it's got little hearts coming out of the syringe, and it's got you know a little heart for the A's in it and stuff. So it says, "I got my Fauci ouchie," and it's very flowery. And then you get the little hearts coming out of the syringe, which might actually lend credence mm -hmm. uh, to that uh, Iranian cleric guy's uh, assessment <laughs> that you become gay if you get the vaccine. I guess. I mean, it's, yeah. it's very mm -hmm. lovey-dovey. Uh, okay, uh, look to it there. Well, you never know. You never know. Uh, also, uh, Kamala Harris is saying that they're starting from scratch on the uh, on on the vaccine. Apparently, um, 
they were left with like zero supply of vaccine by the Trump administration, supposedly. Uh, let's see. I'm looking for what. Yeah, here's what she had to say. There's no stockpile. That. No stockpile. Right. It's in many ways. No stockpile of of vaccines. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So we're no, looking at this. Right. there was no national strategy or plan mm. for vaccinations. We were leaving it huh. to the states and local leaders to try and figure it out. And so hmm. in many ways, we are com- we're starting from scratch on something that's been raging for almost an entire year. Really? And that's um, scratch. You know, so are you having to adjust your sights now of what's possible given that? And to challenge that uh-huh. everything is possible, we've got to figure out a way. That has to be our standard. Yeah, that it really does. I mean, they left them zero supply of vaccine when he left. I guess he took it all with him <laughs> to Florida. I, I don't know. Well, here's what Fauci said about his ouchie. Uh, <laughs> he actually said, we certainly are not starting from scratch because there is activity going on in the distribution. And uh, he said that back on January 21st. Fauci was responding to a report from CNN reporting unnamed Biden administration officials claiming the Trump administration did not have a plan to distribute vaccine across the country, Uh, but they did. Uh, so maybe they should get their story straight in the Biden administration. You've got Kamala saying they're starting from scratch and Fauci saying absolutely not. And he's got a little bit of a vested interest in this since he was, you know, he he was Trump's guy too. He was Trump's guy with this whole vaccine. And now he's Biden's guy with with the with the virus and the vaccine. So I, I like any kind of dissent. <clears throat> Between Fauci and this administration, it's kind I of fun. I do, too. Get I some popcorn and... Enjoy that a lot, actually. <laughs> uh, but it would be nice if they could get their story straight so Americans would, you know, could understand that the distribution was about a million a day when they took office. And yeah. by the way, that was their goal, a million a day. Wow, what an incredible goal when we're already doing it. <laughs> And look at the states where there's distribution problems. Uh, it's not Florida, a very red state. They have got their act together on not only the vaccination, but on the cases. And they're not all running around with masks on either. So maybe right. the federal government should look to Florida in red states that are distributing it well. And it should be the states and the localities that are distributing right. the vaccine. Yeah, that's lost on this whole thing. Yes. Right. Uh, uh, they should be the localities doing this. Uh, just absolutely unbelievable. Start to finish. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Beware, Pat Gray is unleashed. Great to have you with us. Uh, the tweets. From caffeinated Texan. Uh, in the last 30 hours, uh, our power has actually been on for about an hour and 15 minutes. Cold oh. is bad, but the inability to make a cup of coffee is killing me. Oh. It's also, you know, I, I realized yesterday, all the stuff you take for granted, like you walk into a room, you just expect the lights to come on, and they don't. Hmm. 
It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. Electricity. Huh. Weird. (laughs) And then you try to get out of your garage and drive to the store or like yesterday I was I I did like a test drive to the studio to make sure that uh, we wouldn't be killed if we tried to come here. Um, And I hit the garage door opener and uh, nothing happened. I'm like, oh, that's weird. The garage door runs on electricity. Huh. That's weird. <laughs> All day long, it's one thing after another that you. I'm gonna. I guess I'll just watch TV for a while. Huh? TV runs on electricity. That's really mm-hmm. weird. Can't yeah. watch that. Oh, watch okay. Then I'll just watch it. I'll watch the. Uh, we'll watch something on the internet. Yeah, the internet is uh, supplied by uh, electricity. So, hmm. did you get a good glass of water and just chill? No, because uh, the water power plant, the water plant, uh, is not being manned right now or something, and uh, they've abandoned it, and so you got to boil your water. Well, in order to boil the water, I need electricity or natural gas. Right. Unfortunately, I can't can't boil the water. And if you're freezing, which so many are, there were some reports... Some pat heads, their homes were in the 30s inside their homes. Oh my gosh. Uh, yesterday. A, a nightmare, absolutely. Then you mm. hopefully you can go out to your vehicle and run it. But again, that runs on gasoline. Right. That hopefully. So, and, and, it, and it occurred to me yesterday, we filled up our cars. And I thought, I mean, yeah, I guess if we get stranded somewhere, um, you know, we, we mm-hmm. want fuel. You should fill up your cars before a snowstorm hits just because it may be your source of warmth. I had never thought of that right yeah. there in the driveway, you know? Yeah. Uh, but you and I both experienced something else. I'm telling you, yesterday, Texas was a Sim City game gone bad. You and I both had to switch our cell phones over to the Wi Fi and call through our house internet. Yeah, because cell, <laughs> cell service was down as well. Oh. All so, afternoon. I mean, you're supposed to have cell service. Uh-huh. That's, that's one of the that's one of the advantages when you lose electricity. Okay, well, I'll just use my cell phone. Uh-huh. Nope. No, now, you won't. Cells down too. And, and recall, we have no estimate on when it will be restored. That was what I was told. Uh, remember, so. I had a landline until just a couple <clears throat> of months ago, and boy, I was. <laughs> Yeah. Did we lose him? Oh, Keith Keith got attacked by a rolling blackout, I bet. That we just lost him, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, it's great. As we're talking about uh all the I'm night here? there you are. Okay. So it wasn't a rolling blackout. Okay, good. Well, it's probably something really dumb by me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So but I was just saying, when the youngest got a cell phone, mm-hmm. We said, eh, we don't need a landline. So now we're in the same boat as everybody else. Right. So. Well, yeah. I, I asked my wife. I mean, I, I know we we're bundled or whatever. So we kept the landline for a really long time, even though we never used it. In fact, we unplugged it. And uh, I guess she finally threw the phones. She threw the actual landline phone away because we don't oh, use no. it. Oh, no. And so I thought, okay, well, I'll plug it back in. I'll plug the phones back in and just call Keith that way. Uh, nope. 
No, my phone's <laughs> been thrown away. Oh, okay, good. Well, that's great. Yeah, so it was uh, it was quite a day. So uh, if you still do have the landline, yeah, over there at my desk in the studio, mm-hmm. take a look. I mean, there's a bunch of crap over there and yes, clothing and stuff like that. Um, once you lift up the Falcon's helmet and all that other stuff, there should be a phone over there. If you would like to take that, oh really? Home and to plug, plug it in your house, yes. So we could do things the old-fashioned way on a right. landline. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, from Reeducate This. When I said to my dad in Texas, I'll send some of it your way, I didn't know I actually could. I'm sorry, Texas. <laughs> I'll use my powers for good next time, I swear. <laughs> uh, yes, please, please. Uh, from Who Among Us, I'm sick of them putting chemicals in the vaccines, turning the friggin' people gay. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Uh, from Amy What's-Her-Face, you know who was the first to get their Fauci-ouchie? The American economy. Uh, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, and from Nita, the hippie patriot, Fauci's ouchie? Oh, my gosh, we're so stupid. Oh, and by the way, am I the only one when I hear Kamala's voice, Kamala's voice, I want to punch the wall? LOL. No, mm-hmm. you're not the only one. No, I. I mean, she's... She has a nauseating voice. Uh, that voice is very it's gonna be tough, tough to take. Tough for years. There's another one that is worse. I don't know <clears> if you <throat> want to play it, but there's some crazy leftist chick, and she wrote a song oh, as the, an ode to Jen Psaki. Yeah, <laughs> Have you seen is, that? This is amazing. Uh, here she is. Oh. Our government's now full of folks who are extraordinary. But I'm really? especially impressed by the new press secretary. Oh, She's gained a reputation who isn't? for her brain in every session. Really? As well as for the way she likes to use one pet expression. Circle back, Jen Saki, circle back. <laughs> That's your way of saying to the media that if a fact's in doubt, you'll go find things out and give more details when you circle back. You're no hack, Jen Saki, you're no hack. It's embarrassing. Even when right-wingers go on the attack, you put them in their place with a smiling face. With style and grace, that's how Jen Saki circles back. You're a bright, refreshing sight to see. And we love your chunky How do you put this on the internet and say, yeah, right? yeah, that's awesome. How do you do that? Seriously, I hit delete and it's over. I do this and then I listen to it back and I think, no, no. Right? Or, or you get three words into it. Uh-huh. Oh, that's right. I can't think. This is the dumbest thing I've ever done, for one thing. I can't wait to see how you patiently don't let Okay, I can't take it anymore. Please stop. Please stop by all that is holy. Thank you. That is... Ooh, really bad. Really bad. Are you awake now? <laughs> uh, almost. <laughs> all right, let me take a minute and uh, tell you about Omega XL. If you're in pain, and it's pain brought on by inflammation, uh, there is there is something that could help you out a lot. Something you'll absolutely love because... 
it's not a drug. It's not going to be something that gets you hooked on or depended upon. It just has uh, an all-natural off switch to inflammation. So when the inflammation goes away, so does your pain. It's called Omega XL. It's backed by 35 years of clinical research, and it attacks the inflammation that causes your pain, which it did to my pain uh, in my elbow that ran down the the uh, remainder of my arm, and I could barely lift anything. So after about a week, I started to feel better. After two weeks, the pain was just completely gone. To get you started, when you order one Omega XL bottle now, you'll get a second for free. Visit OmegaXL.com slash Pat. That's OmegaXL.com slash Pat. Or call 800-844-4888. Or go to OmegaXL.com slash Pat. Pat Gray Unleashed. I think you're going to love this story as well. Uh, illegal aliens who fall while climbing the border wall and hurt themselves have been sent back to Mexico by the Border Patrol. And here's the spin from the story. To escape the lingering, devastating effects of two hurricanes... And the reach of organized crime. Pedro Gomez fled Guatemala in January and headed north looking for hope. <laughs> There's no mention that, oh, by the way, he's doing this illegally. He's not supposed to be doing this. It's against the law that he do this in the United States of America. Okay? If you want to immigrate to the United States, there's a way to do it. And this isn't it. This is not it. Whether you've had two devastating hurricanes and organized crime or not. Because frankly, we don't, we don't know what your situation is when you get here. Uh, you could be lying about all of that. You could have had an okay life in, in Mexico or Guatemala and you just want a better one here. Or you think it's going to be better here. Thousands of miles south, John Jero Ushka Alcoser, too, left his country, Ecuador, fleeing political unrest and the economic fallout of a global pandemic that's ravaged his nation. Okay, good. So he's coming from an, a pandemic-ravaged nation, and he, too, is going to sneak across the border, and we're supposed to be okay with that. I, I can't take it. For both men, it seemed as if nothing would stand in the way of their cherished dream Certainly not deserts, rivers, unscrupulous smugglers, or the infamous wall they had heard so much about. Now, see, these things should have stood in their way. And they should have applied to come here legally. But then that same wall nearly crippled them. And they say the Migra, the U.S. Border Patrol, then dumped us in Mexico like garbage, a piece of trash, said Pedro Gomez, 37. They say agents who discovered them injured sent them back across the border rather than providing them medical care on American soil. This is... I, <laughs> so we're expected when they fall trying to break our laws and hurt themselves. 
then it's our responsibility now to make sure that they go and get the kind of medical treatment they they uh, need and desire. And we take care of them. And we take care of them for free because obviously they're not going to be able to pay for it. That's why they're coming here, right? They don't have any money. So we we take them, we give them, we provide them free medical care, and then I guess we send them deeper into the country to find a job. I mean, this is unbelievable. But Alcoser said, who's 25, when I fell off the wall, my dream crashed too. Wow. Okay, so he shared his story from a bunk bed a few feet away from Gomez inside a migrant shelter in this desolate border town across from Columbus, New Mexico. So he's in Mexico. He said his complaints to agents of his pain fell on deaf ears. I mean, it is our responsibility then as they're breaking our laws. Uh-huh. To fix it for him. Yeah, he said they fell oh. on deaf ears. Yeah. Oh, they fell on the other side of the wall. That's what <laughs> it sounded I like. Can't. I mean, this is amazing. The yeah. men's... And, and the whole uh, tenor of the article is all about their plight and how we're supposed to be okay with them snaking across the border and climbing the border wall and then falling which we've told them not to do, and they did it anyway, and now it's our responsibility to take care of them. Which idiot rag publication is this that you're quoting, do you know? I I will say that, uh, you know, this is, is, I'm going to play Jeffy's role. Uh Uh-huh. So you're saying that if you <laughs> fall on your neighbor's property and you hurt yourself, right. their insurance shouldn't take care of it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yes, I'm saying your insurance should. If you crawled over my wall and you fell, uh, uh, I don't have a wall, but a fence. Like I got a uh-huh. fence on part of the property. If you fall off of my fence and break your leg, yeah, uh-huh. your insurance should take care of that, not mine. I'm sorry. What are you doing crawling over my wall? That's right. Or my fence. So wait a second. You had a tree from your neighbor's yard. That crashed into my fence. Right. It tried to immigrate illegally into your yard. Right. Who paid for it? My neighbor. There you go. Yep. Yep. (laughs) And they didn't even—they didn't even try to say, "Hey, uh, that's that's your fence. Where I pay for it." Yeah, it's your tree that fell on it. I didn't even have to do any of that. They just took care. I mean, it was really, they were great about it. Um, but uh, as we can see, that's not always the case with our neighbors. Uh, and our neighbors to the south just think that we must fix everything for them. Everything. It's amazing. Uh, this is, uh, eh, the article continues. The men's perilous journey underscores the rising desperation among immigrants. See, no mention ever of this being illegal or the fact that uh, they expect everything of us and nothing of them. There's no personal responsibility here whatsoever. None. In trying to cross into the United States, immigrants' rights advocates say and raises concerns about the protocols used by the Border Patrol to treat injured migrants 
and the overall effectiveness of the border wall. I mean, come on! Uh, this is really unbelievable. Pastor Rosalia Sosa, who runs the uh, some migrants network that I can't read, uh, a network of migrant shelters in Palomas in the Mexican state of Chihuahua, on Tuesday, consoles Pedro Gomez, a migrant from Guatemala who has two broken ankles. He says he got when he fell off the border wall. Mm. After being asked about the men's cases and how the Border Patrol handles injured migrants, the agency released a statement attributed to El Paso, El Paso Sector Border Patrol Chief uh, Gloria Chavez that read in part, We routinely encounter injured people on the border most of which are individuals that have entered the country illegally. When it's apparent that someone is hurt, we will administer first aid and request assistance as needed. And then send them back on their way across the border is a, apparently the implication there. The statement said that the response may include a border patrol agent trained and certified as an EMT or possibly an ambulance service depending on the severity and complexity of the injury. And if necessary, an agent accompanying and monitoring the progress at the medical facility until they're cleared and released for processing. It's not clear why these injured immigrants were deported to Mexico even after they both told agents they couldn't walk. Hmm. Maybe because they were sneaking across our border illegally. I uh, Maybe that had something to do with it. I don't know. Huh. I don't know. But a broken ankle? I'm sorry. Um, you'll be okay. We're taking you back to Mexico. They can deal with a broken ankle. Right? Maybe. I mean, come on. It's Mexico. Let's be honest. <laughs> Just come on. Even if they can't, it is not our fault. We didn't do this. Correct. Really amazing. Absolutely amazing. Uh, all right. If you're trying to sell your home, you know what a challenge that can be. That's why you need a real estate agent who's going to come in and take charge of the situation and help you decide what to do with your home in order for it to sell quickly and for the most amount of money. Do you need to paint it? Do you need to replace countertops or flooring or or update certain things in your home? Real estate agents I trust are the agents with the experience and the uh, track records and the marketing plan that you need to see you through this process. Same goes for buying a home. Whether you're buying or selling, real estate agents I trust will see you through the whole process. Real Estate Agents I Trust, the name says it all. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray. Uh, may I just say, if you don't want to be injured falling off the border wall, don't climb it. Wait. Just a little safety tip there for you. Should write this yeah. down. Yeah, write it down because it's it's kind of complex. And write it down in yeah. Spanish. <laughs> uh, man, is that a tough concept? If you don't want to fall off the border wall and hurt yourself and then be taken back to Mexico, then don't climb the border wall. That's why it's there. So that you'll get there and realize, oh, uh, there's a border wall there, and I'm not supposed to 
climate. The wall means don't come in. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> it's not that tough. It's really not. Uh, all right. We got some uh, tweets here. I juice for monkeys mm. tweets. It's great that everyone's been tweeting the weather where they are, but it would be nice to get it from a credible source like Flap Jackson every 13 minutes on the sixes. <laughs> yes, it would. Uh, Comrade Snoobage. So Kamala's not happy that the vaccine distribution was left to the state. Sounds like she wants federal control on who gets it and when they get the vaccine. That sounds like a dictator. Uh, from Paul Tertullus, landlines don't work the way they used to. It's all digital voice and carried through internet providers now. Old phone lines don't carry their own power anymore. Hmm. Okay, that's true. But way yeah. out where I live, we had an old school phone line. Yeah. And I gave it up, Pat. Yeah, shouldn't probably shouldn't have done that. Uh, we gave ours up too, so should not have done that. Uh, Patriot Princess Steve. You're talking about a nation that awards lawsuits to criminals or their families who were injured or killed while violating the law. Of course, illegal immigrants are going to think that they're entitled as well. Uh, and Crystal from Apocalypse USA. That song had a there's a hole in the sky where a tree once was uh, once stood vibe. Perhaps those women are kin. <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. That would not surprise me. Well, they got the same kind of brain cells. All right, i uh, got to tell you about ExpressVPN. This is a fantastic service. If you don't want to be tracked, if you don't want all of the ads pouring onto your system, this is a great way to go. ExpressVPN. Every device, whether you're on the phone, a laptop, or TV, has a unique string of numbers called an IP address. And when you search for stuff, where, where when you watch videos or even click a link, big tech companies... Then use that IP to track all your activity and then tie it back to you and then try to sell you stuff with it. It's uh, so aggravating. ExpressVPN hides your IP address. Fantastic. It pings it all over the place so they can't track you. Stop handing over your data to big, tra- uh, big tech. ExpressVPN.com slash unleashed. EXPRESSVPN.com slash unleashed to get three extra months free expressvpn.com slash unleash this is pat gray unleashed welcome triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three also at pat unleashed on twitter did i mention that in addition to rolling blackouts and a frozen pool i also have no hot water at my house Uh oh yeah that's great it's great. Uh, the pipes are are freezing, and uh, and the water heater uh, went out a couple of years ago. This I don't know. It's been a while because we were we were I, I was in New York at the time, and our water heater went out. <clears throat> and the person who came out to the house sold my wife on this waterless heater thing. Tankless, yeah. Yeah, the tankless. Uh, water. Yeah. It's not water. Well, I guess it's, it is kind of waterless, um, but it's tankless. Mm. Okay. But this tankless heater, in addition to being ridiculously expensive, uh, also takes a long time to heat up anything downstairs. And when it gets cold, it freezes. 
every single no. time. Every single why? Because it has some sort of feature where they had to put this little pipe that goes outside uh, of our house. So it's 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 uh, just this little tiny little pipe that comes out and it just drips all the time. I don't know why. I don't know what the deal is. See, mine does water, that. Yeah, water just drips out of it, and then the water freezes when it gets mm. cold, and we don't have any hot water. So. so. Okay. That's um, where we are. So I had to shower here at the uh, studio when I got oh, here. Yeah, which was nice. Which was pleasant because in my dressing room, it's 58 degrees. No. Yeah. So uh, it was very pleasant. <laughs> so I'm just curious mm-hmm. because I have two tanks, but they're technically outside. Okay. Like they're in a closet that, which is stupid that there's a light bulb in there, but not mm-hmm. a power plug that I could have plugged the heater in. Oh. Mm-hmm. But they're wrapped in insulation. Do you have the ability to warm up your tank? I can't. I just can't visualize. There what is your no tank. tank. Was. There's no yeah. tank. Yeah. So there's so nothing to keep warm. There's huh? nothing to keep warm. We try <laughs> oh, to keep no. that. We try to keep that pipe warm, but it's really hard when it's one degree outside. <laughs> yeah. Or below. <laughs> so or below. Yeah, so uh, uh, it's happened to us multiple times, and uh, I really hate it. I really, I really hate the. But again, the good part was it was stupid expensive. Uh, probably double <laughs> what a water heater would have been. Uh huh. Um. So yeah. Well, it. hey, if it makes you feel any better, um, don't <clears throat> buy special allergen HVAC units that cost you an arm and a leg. Because guess what? Mm-hmm. All that crap still gets to you, okay? Oh, so but okay, but, well, good. But at three times the cost, you're still dealing with allergies and pollen. <laughs> um, so, but last <laughs> night we had um, in one room of the house, the pipes were apparently frozen, mm-hmm. but we were able mm-hmm. to heat up the area immediately around those pipes. I now realize, after living in this house for nine years, it took this uh-huh. kind of cold snap to realize that oh. That bathroom's pipes are running through the attic where there's no heat. So if you said that mm-hmm. your pipes are frozen mm-hmm. or at that point, mm-hmm. Pat, you got to start running water through them before they expand the pipes and explode. Yeah. Open up those faucets, man. Now and then, you tell and then, me. And mm-hmm. then heat the area mm-hmm. where the pipes are. I don't know, like... Are you talking about your entire house? There's no water or just no hot water? No, there's no, there's, yo, well, there's water. There's cold water. So you could shower in cold water if you, I mean, frigid cold water if you wanted to right now. Uh, but uh, I'm no plumber, but it sounds like your hot water, the pipe that goes, it needs to mm-hmm. be warmed up before the pipes explode. Yes, probably. Yes. So I know what you're doing today. <clears throat> yeah. Well, sorry. I mean that's that's all we can do when when the thing freezes we take a little uh we take a little uh heater out there you know a little mm-hmm. space heater yeah and we run an extension cord around to the little pipe and we there point and we point the little heater at the pipe <laughs> you can do it <laughs> until it melts the ice inside the pipe and it works for a while and then it gets cold again and then it freezes again and we don't have hot <laughs> Isn't water that again. great? You spend great. thousands upon thousands of dollars on yes. something yes. and it takes... Mm-hmm. Oh, and we lost him again. Uh, is that a rolling blackout situation or did he do something? He maybe unplugged the cord. 
Hmm. Uh, I don't know. Oh, whatever. There you are. Hmm. You there? You together, Keith? Hello? This is fun, right? Yeah, it's all, it's great fun. Yeah, it's really, really fun. If you only saw the duct tape and chewing gum in my MacGyver setup here, uh, you would know that it uh, is the one thing that's happening that isn't the fault of the power company. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so it's your fault because you put this thing together, or is it somebody else's fault here? Let's blame ERCOT. Okay. I, that, that's the people supplying the electricity. We're going to blame them. All right. Yeah, I noticed that uh, uh, they're talking ERCOT a lot, which I've never heard of before. Yeah. Uh, and I, I can hear me coming back to me now. Um, why is that? There we go. No, I can't, but I can't hear Keith either. So, uh, all right, we got some uh, tweets here from Wesley D's perfect presentation of imperfection. You need to remember the progressives want universal health care, not national health care, so that it covers people from other nations. Oh, yeah, when they fall off our border wall. That's right. Uh, from Pew Pew One Pew. So now all they have to do is pretend to fall at the border and they'll be admitted and taken care of on our dime. Mexico has a good man. You well, or Guatemala, or wherever they're coming from. Yes, uh, rowdy introvert. Sounds like Pat is trying to push for climb it, like climb the wall, climb it, change. <laughs> Get it? Uh, and from Tampa, Ken, cold front came through. It's seventy. Burr, cold. All right, Ken. Uh, that's enough out of you. We don't. We don't need to hear that. When it is, uh, what, one degree now, right here in uh, Dallas, in the Dallas area? 70 in Tampa? How is it possible that they haven't gotten this in Florida? Unbelievable. Not that I'm wishing that on you. Although kind of right now I am because of uh, Ken's tweet. Uh, 888-900-3393, also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Got some great news to share about our friends at Patriot Mobile they just expanded their coverage dramatically, which will make it easier for even more Americans to drop the big name carriers who charge way too much and then donate money to leftists. That's why I'm really proud to partner with Patriot Mobile because they never sent a penny to the left. They never will. And they'll never try to silence you. They're America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. Plus, you can switch with confidence because they use the same network as the larger providers, but they charge much less. Switching is easy, too. <clears throat> you can keep your phone number. You can keep your phone. Or you can get new ones of both. Uh, whatever you want to do. And build your own bundle with multi-line discounts and save even more. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash pat. Or call their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Veterans and first responders save even more. This month, get free Premier activation where they set up the phone for you and you'll get a special gift when you use the offer code PAT. PatriotMobile.com slash PAT. PatriotMobile.com slash PAT or 972-PATRIOT. It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blakes. Uh, The Mars rover about to land. Uh, The UAE 
had their uh, rocket, I guess, <laughs> enter orbit, and then China had theirs enter orbit, and now ours has arrived, <clears throat> and it's going to land. I'm not sure if this is the only one landing, or is China's landing too? I know the UAE's not trying to land. Uh, they're just going to they're just going to orbit. Um, but. The rover, car-sized rover, launched in July of 2020, and it's already covered more than 288 million miles, flying at 60 times the speed of sound. So that's fairly fast, then. Perseverance arrives at Mars this week, just days after the UAE's probe and China's uh, probe entered the planet's orbit. Then the Mars rover is scheduled to land on Mars on Thursday, day after tomorrow. Hmm. Uh, it'll dive into the paper-thin atmosphere at more than 12,000 miles an hour before a parachute and engine burn slow it down to about 2 miles per hour. Wow. A large sky crane will then wince perseverance to the ground, and the descent platform will then fly off to crash a safe distance away from the rover. Huh. This is pretty uh, complex, it seems, doing this 288 million miles from Earth. NASA refers to this nail-biting landing sequence as the seven minutes of terror because there's <laughs> so many things that can go wrong. Is this the first time we've landed mm. anything on Mars in the last 20 years, 25 years? No. No, we've had, we've, you know, we've got a couple of rovers okay. there right now okay. that landed just a few years ago. Okay, I missed that because I just remember mm. the a few years, I don't know, a decade ago that we crashed a probe into Mars. Mm -hmm. And you're going to love this because they failed to to use metric. They used metric on one and standard oh, on the other. Oh, I remember that. Or whatever. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just, well, good. Hopefully the, their yeah. math is right now and it wasn't someone like me doing these calculations. <laughs> right. And it's tough anyway. Even when you do the math right, it's still incredibly difficult for some yeah. reason because Mars, the atmosphere is so much different, and it's it's a long way from here. It's the distance between Earth and Mars. I think right now is about 120 million miles. So why it's gone 288 million miles? I don't I don't know. Uh, any signal the rover beams back to Earth though will take about 11 minutes to reach us. Uh, but that's that's pretty fast, actually. Um, and this is going to be the most complex rover that we've ever sent because it can drill down into the surface of Mars a lot further, and they're trying to find traces of water this time or life. And then there's going to be a helicopter that also jettisons from this thing, and they're going to try to fly around Mars with this helicopter for a while. So, I mean, it's a really cool mission if it works. That is cool. The robotic aircraft is named Ingenuity, and its core is about the size of a softball. For the past seven months, the device has been rocketing toward the planet with the rover Perseverance. And uh, so it should, again, it's going gonna, it's gonna to set down on Mars on Thursday. And I think Thursday is the day that the... Uh, that the powerful rotors lift it into the Martian atmosphere and start flying it uh, around uh, the red planet. 
So, I mean, a really cool mission if it works. If it doesn't, we just wasted many billions of dollars on this thing and a lot of time. Yeah, remember we were not making fun of, but just talking about that helicopter thing a few years ago. Like, really? We're going to have a helicopter on Mars? Well, it sounds like that's coming to fruition. Yeah. I really hope that the, this, yeah. would be, this would be fun. This would be good. I think it's really cool. And I, I do, too. There's a lot of people who think it's uh, a waste of time and money, but I don't. I, I think space exploration is, is important. It kind of unites us, you know, as a planet. I think it's cool that the UAE... I, I had no idea the UAE had the ability to launch a rocket to Mars. And they did. So that's that's kind of cool. Yeah, and I looked into that because you remember how Obama was like, we got to use NASA to reach out to these Muslim nations. And I was thinking, mm-hmm. all right, are, are they at a facto NASA to an American space program under a different flag? No, it doesn't look like that we funded them. So oh, you know, really? good for them. Yeah, so I oh, hope well, that good. they uh, have some progress. But that is kind of weird to, to say, you know, the U.S., Russia, China, and the United Arab Emirates are all exploring outer space. Kind of amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, I said last week, it's like Iceland uh, is launching <laughs> probes to Mars. Uh, you just don't expect the UAE mm-hmm. any more than Iceland uh, to be doing that. But I guess, I guess we should expect it because they were able to do it. So yeah. good for them. Uh, also, have you seen this this big problem with uh, the Bachelor's Chris Harrison? Oh no! Yeah, he's he's in trouble. He's in a lot of trouble, and his girlfriend has taken a stand against him. Uh, Lauren Zima, who's been dating him for a couple of years, two years, posted a statement to her Instagram story after Harrison took a leave from the show. For excusing a contestant's past racist behavior. Uh, His girlfriend wrote, What Chris said was wrong and disappointing. Defending racism can never happen. (laughs) Accountability comes first. What's next is learning and growth. So what was the big deal? What actually happened? What did Chris Harrison say? Sounds serious. What did he do that was so bad? Apparently, he was interviewing a contestant uh, on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. I don't know. I don't watch the stupid show. (laughs) But her name is Rachel Lindsay. And uh, there were some pictures that came out from three years ago where she was at a party. um, But it was a party that included... Um, an antebellum party. Oh, antebellum. Okay. Yeah, which exactly? I I don't even know exactly what an antebellum party is. Oh, you just dress up like the old South, right? I that's what I thought it was, but really, is that what it is? You dress up like the old South, and that's racism. Uh, so wait, uh, okay, like wearing a hoop dress, you know, the big old like yeah. Scarlett O'Hara. That's racist now. Yes. I guess so, because that's what she did, and she started apologizing it for it for uh, profusely. What? Now, Chris Harrison kind of uh, blew it off. 
first of all, he said it was like uh, the woke police. Yeah. And he said, I saw a picture uh, at a sorority party five years ago, and that's it. Uh, I'm like, really? What is this, the woke police? So she, she replied, well, the picture was from 2018 at an Old South antebellum party. That's not a good look. So she's condemning herself here. And he says, well, Rachel, is it a good look in 2018 or is it not a good look in 2021? Because there's a big difference. And she said, it's not a good look ever. If I went to that party, what would I represent at that party? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, a hoop dress? You like old dresses? Is that what you're representing? Because it doesn't mean you don't like black people. Where does this come from? This is the most asinine, ridiculous nonsense. Harrison said, well, you're 100% right in 2021. That was not the case in 2018. And again, I'm not defending Rachel. I just know that. And he's trying to help her here. I don't know. 50 million people did that in 2018. That was a type of party that a lot of people went to. And again, I'm not defending it. I didn't go to it. In another Instagram post, Harrison apologized for his original defense. <laughs> writing to my Bachelor Nation family, I will always own a mistake when I make one. So he made a mistake by defending her. Uh, so I am here to extend a sincere apology. I have this incredible platform to speak about love. And yesterday I took a stance on topics about which I should have been better informed. Yeah, when you wear dresses from the South, that means you hate all all minorities, I guess. Uh, this is... I mean, this is madness, man. Absolute madness. Absolute, unbelievable madness. Now, this guy has had to apologize profusely. So, by the way, has she. Uh, she's condemned herself, and so is he now. And he stepped away from the show. He's not doing the show the rest of the year. He's not going to be there for the Rose... <laughs> party or whatever i don't know what they do on the bachelor or the bachelorette or whatever it is yeah <laughs> i don't know what it is Seriously. The, the rose celebration the rose ceremony i guess i don't know anyway you get a rose you, you get to stay right is that right yeah i think so and he's okay, not going to be there can't. for the end of it and then he's not also <laughs> going to be there for the wrap-up where they discuss the season afterwards he's gone for the rest of the year for the rest of the season Chris Harrison is out because he defended this woman saying, you know, this is a 2018 sensibility that we didn't have. And he's right. Nobody was doing this in 2018 and saying that you couldn't dress up in Southern Belle dresses and go to a sorority party. This is madness. It's got to stop. I am not exaggerating when I say... And I'm sure a lot of people have this mindset. Anyhow, I was born and raised in the South. Mm-hmm. Is it time to cancel me? I yes, I I think it is, Keith. Yeah, it is. You did you oh, grow sucks. up in Atlanta in the Atlanta area? I, I did. you know that's where the Civil War kind of because of uh, uh, because of um, General Sherman came in there and uh, mm-hmm. set the place on fire. Right. Right. So uh, because of that, we learned and, our lesson. And gone with the wind. Gone uh, with the wind. It's an, it's an evil place, uh, and we know sure that is. now. 
And so when you grow up in an evil place, that makes you evil. And uh, so it's time to can- well, cancel stinks. your your horrible evil. I'd, I'd rather just be judged on the fact that all of our sports teams uh, manage to choke in all sports <laughs> every year. But uh, whatever. Yeah. It's seriously, you know that they've got the new Aunt Jemima um, name. Yeah. Have you seen that? They finally yes. rolled that out. Okay, yeah, Pearl Milling that. Company or something. Oh, right. Look at look at that. That's what I'm gonna get. That's way better. Look at that. Now that's not racist anymore. That's perfect. Yeah, you Think know about the, it. The Pearl Milling Company uh, came from two guys who I believe owned don't, slaves or don't worked. do it. Don't do it. No. What, what we was already, the deal? We already fixed it. <laughs> Did we? I don't know. We've already fixed it. When okay. I say I want syrup, I'm not allowed to say, do you have any Aunt Jemima? I have to say, hey, do you have any Pearl, Pearl Milling, Milling Company, Company syrup? syrup? <laughs> Seriously, so I want to know. Now now you've got me wondering, are you saying that the guys mm-hmm. who founded this mm-hmm. were slave owners? Yeah, they were. I Or they didn't. Yeah, there was some kind of racist yeah. thing with them, too. I, they, you know, they weren't there for the rose ceremony or the rose whatever <laughs> thing. And, and they... I think people wore dresses or something that were from the South when they were alive. Uh, so they're racists, obviously. Like Chris Harrison, they're racists. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> and obviously. There's, and there's just no way around it. There's just no way I around mean, it. Seriously, you can <clears throat> extrapolate anybody into being canceled in this yep. culture. You sure can. You it's sure can. Madness. It's. I mean, this stuff. I. I don't even watch The Bachelor. I don't care about The Bachelor. I, I'm not a Chris Harrison fan. I just think this is so ridiculous what they're doing to this guy and what they're doing to the contestant, the this Rachel person, uh, for going to an antebellum party three years ago, before all of this began. Come on. I mean, there's nobody who can't be canceled now. Based on something you've said in the past, something you thought in the past, something you wore in the past, it's unreal. All right, try to stay warm, and uh, hopefully we'll see you tomorrow.